So we took two weeks off. We did. And we came back on a new platform. New platform. Which was the old platform before we did XM Radio. Yes. Back to Blog Talk Radio. Yes. Yes, we're doing that. <clears throat> okay. And we don't know why and we don't care. But it's not another concern. Today is the 14th of December. Yes. <clears throat> I believe everybody can hear us just fine. We did something. We took a, my, I moved out of my office and into another office and turned my office into our studio. And changed the computer. And changed, yeah, put a new computer over here, or actually an old computer over here. And now and the volume the, is real low. We can't hear very well. We can hear, just not as loud as we used to. So we have to work on this. Right. I think it's, I won't get into what I think. It's its its really difficult to say what it is. I don't care because I'm retired. It's better today than it was yesterday. I'm retired. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Speaking but, of that. What? I was sitting and talking with some old guys. That happens when you, you get old. Did you go to High V and sit in the um No, we cafeteria? were sitting at the park feeding pigeons. Oh, in the park. Yeah, right. Okay. okay. And so we were talking about um, mm. discharges. Okay, you're not talking about the military now. No, we're talking about bodily discharges. Okay, why are we talking about that? Because old guys had nothing old to talk about. This. All right, all right, go ahead. So the one guy is complaining he can't pee. He just wishes he could have a good pee. Right. Okay. The other fella complains he can't poop. Just can't seem to get it done. The third guy says, well, um, every morning at 730, I pee like the Mississippi River. It just good, solid streams. Everything's great. And at 735, I poop like the Mount Vesuvius. Just okay. coming out everywhere. And the guy says, what are you complaining about? He says, I don't get up until 8. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, he's not the only one that has that problem. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> it's an old man joke. Old man, yes, yes. You old, it's, it's, it's as old as you, too. That's true. <laughs> but you're, you're no spring chicken. Spring chicken? <laughs> so do we have any callers? Um, I don't think so. So nobody knows we're here. No, but this will be recorded for posterity. So Yeah, we need posterity. Right. So should I tell you who I stole a joke from? The internet? No, Johnny Carson show. Johnny Carson, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what the heck? So, you've got, so that's a, a great thing about the world that we live in currently. Yeah. We've got 70-plus years worth of television entertainment. And I can take a joke that was on TV 45 years ago and bring it back. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It was Walter, Walter Matthau and, and Jack Lemon that were sitting and talking. Right. Yeah. Right. And make sure to put your stamp on your envelope and include the zip code. Yes. Got to have the zip other code. old things that people used to say. Far out. So what's new and exciting happened in your world in the, this side in the last the, three weeks? Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been a busy three weeks. Right. Uh, just did training earlier this week. Uh, more people. I'm Iowa Trek and Trailer getting them getting their spring chickens. Any right interesting tech discussions? Yes. Like what? Well, oh, oh uh, well, there will be supposedly somebody calling in sometime to discuss one of the tech questions. <clears throat> so I'll skip that one. Um, oh, but as far as in the training, I had a customer bring in two trucks, one a 2003 International and the other... I think it was a 13 Pete, and the International came in first, and man, it had some really 
hard, severe toe out wear. Mm -hmm. Much worse on the left side than the right side. Mm -hmm. And the rear end was pointing exactly the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And the bushings were shot in the rear end. Mm -hmm. And the bearings were shot in the front end. Well, and other than that, it was, it was a pretty good shape. Yeah, other than that, it was great Yeah, for an international. Okay. Uh, the Peterbilt tires were smooth and flat and perfect. And the rear end was, although 10 years old, not off, not off a bit from what we would want it. Mm -hmm. And I realized while I was uh, looking at it, I must have aligned that truck. <laughs> How long ago? Well, over two years. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's still there. Yeah. Over, we're over a million miles and we're over two years into the alignment and it's still just fine. Just perfect. So why did he bring it in? Well, the, because he was bringing in the other one. Oh. May as well bring in this Check one. them both out. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Um, all right. So if so, you're in perfect health. What's that? If you're in perfect health. Yes. You're feeling fine. Right. Your bowel movements are good. You're pissing good. You're <laughs> eating fine. You're not getting heartburn. You can run up the stairs and not be out of wind. You can climb down the stairs and not trip and fall down the stairs. Do you need to go to the doctor? Uh, I'm not saying one way or the other. Because <laughs> you're not a medical professional. Exactly. <laughs> I've, I'm going to go by the old philosophy of it ain't broke, don't fix it. The mechanic, yeah. If you if your if your car doesn't have any lights on, if uh, if it runs nice and smooth, and you don't have to turn up the radio, no vibration, yeah, and you don't have any issues, you're not taking it to the mechanic. That's, I'm not that's, taking it, mm -mm. and that's that's again true on your truck. If uh, if everything's running smooth, the mechanics are only going to break it. Well, they're going to find something wrong because yeah. they're going to pay for their boat, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You let them do their their what, twenty thousand, forty thousand, hundred thousand mile trip. Okay, let's go to the mechanical thing. Do you have any phone calls we need to answer? I have one that's called in. Oh well, let's answer him before I get off on this. All right. Well, let's see what's uh, what's going on. By the way, uh, as this is the first time we've been on this for a little while, and I don't know how everybody listens to this at this point. Um, I couldn't stand it. Or, but the this is it's the again the fourteenth of December of twenty twenty three episode number ZX fifty fifty four okay all right um and if a guest wanted to call in here they would call three one nine five two seven six seven nine one that's a new number that's a new number so that's why nobody's calling they don't Long know the number radio, right and apparently they have to call Eastern Iowa so that's something. Okay, so repeat that number again. All right, it's 319-527-6791. Forget that other number I've been telling you. Those, those For all guys. these years, forget no, about it. Just forget that. Okay. And that's why we have to say it all the time anyway, because you just never know. Right. But anyway, somebody did know that number, and they're already waiting for us. So, so let's I'm talk go to ahead them. and click this little button here. Let's see if we can hear them. Find out if we can hear them, yes. Sorry there. Hello. Hello. I can hear. So, got a question for you about the 55 degree wheel cut. Okay. I, was, I bought a used 2016 Kenworth T680. Uh -huh. So I have no no idea with the history of the tires or if they put you know tires off a older truck. You know how that goes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I measured the tires. I had a 8:30 second on the this little steers. 8:30 seconds on one side, 11:30 seconds on the other. So. I rotated them to try and get, you know, some life mm -hmm. out of them. Mm -hmm. Left side, outside edge, started noticing the, you know, 
the wear on it. So I started looking through the Chrome edition, and the only thing I could figure is since it came off the right side, it has to be that 55-degree wheel cut. Possible. You know, showing possible. up. So, Cause, so cause the other did, tire you, is, did you count how many ahead. turns the steering wheel goes from center to the right? About two and a quarter. Okay, that yeah, that's a quarter too much. Okay, a quarter more yeah. than maybe you'd like. Yeah, so I would be adjusting the wheel stop. Yeah. Now that's one possibility. So let's look at the other possibility. How many miles did you drive after you rotated the tires before you started seeing the wear pattern? Maybe five thousand at the most. That's that's not enough. Okay, so I would go back to what you were doing. But there's another thing about a Kenworth. It's actually not the Kenworth truck. It's probably you've got a Dana brand axle. Okay? Yes, it is. All right. You're not going to disparage Dana now, are you? No, I'm just going to okay. discuss a, a complication. All okay? Right. <laughs> now, if you have a Meritor or a Detroit axle, the camber, which is the in-and-out tilt of the front tires, is the same on both sides. They both lean in just a hair. Okay. Okay. But Dana builds it where the left front tire leans out just a little bit, and the right front tire is vertical. And as you load the truck, the left front tire comes up to vertical, and the right front tire leans in a little bit. And they build this bias in the camber to try and fight the crown of the road. Okay? Right. They did this starting when we had bias ply tires, and the footprint changes dramatically and you can affect the crown of the road a little bit with a bias cambered axle with bias plied tires but when we went to radials it doesn't give us that much benefit in fighting the crown of the road and we found that if you don't run your truck fully loaded all the time you will tend to wear the outside edge of the left front tire okay so operations that go out loaded and come back empty or go out full and gradually get diminished loads and then come back empty, will tend to have a problem with the outside of the left front tire on a Dana axle. Okay. So how does that compare to your operation? No, I'm, I can look at my deadhead miles and I'm under 1,000 for this month. Okay, so, so this won't that. be a problem for you, but I wanted to bring it up. Because outside left on a Kenworth or a Dana Axle, whether it's under an international or Peterbilt or Kenworth, is one of those things we have to address. Okay? Also, he likes to hear himself talk. Oh, I love to hear me talk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, most likely it's the 55-degree wheel cut right. probably causing this. Right. <clears throat> right. And, and so, so is there any way to save that tire then? Well, once the tire starts, it's pretty well off to the races, Okay. You could true it, yeah. but yeah, it's not worth <clears> how much rubber would you lose? Yeah, um, you need to adjust the steering stop on the right side to keep it so that your turn on the steering wheel only stops at two turns. Yeah, I kept reading past the pictures. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> right. cool. So, so over inflating that tire wouldn't help any to no, try and push the okay. center of it out more. Do we have any other callers holding on the line? There's nobody else on. Oh, then we can keep discussing this. Let me explain <laughs> why once it starts, you're, you're done, okay? Okay. If you have a pair of tires in a dual-wheel application on a driver trailer axle, and one tire is taller than the other tire, which one wears out first? A shorter tire. Correct, because it can't travel the same distance in a circumference as the taller tire, so it gets drug along, right? 
Yeah. Okay. On your steer axle tires, you have four or five ribs, depending on the design. And each one of those ribs is like a separate tire. They have their own circumference. Oh, okay. And if you have one rib shorter than the other, it's like having a short tire and a dual. Makes sense. So you can't stop it unless you do what Kevin said. You grind the other t- ribs down to match it, and then it'll wear okay. Right. And this is why tire wear just gets progressively worse. Yeah, once it starts... <clears throat> oh, he's gone. We lost him. We lost him. He got tired of hearing us. He he didn't agree with what I said and hung up on him. <laughs> exactly. That's okay. Got down to how rubber wears, and that was just <clears throat> enough. I'm that good with it. Enough. <laughs> okay, so what phone number are they supposed to call if they want to talk to us? The, the, number, the number is 319-527-6791. Okay, now here's a question. If they <clears throat> have a different number they're supposed to call us on... If they just wanted to tune in and listen, is there anything different that they have to do to turn in and just listen? You know, I'm not sure. I am. See, now we're stretching my memory back to previous to 2018 to remember how Blog Talk Radio works. And I seem to recall that we would just have a long stream of numbers on the left side of the screen. Of people who were listening because they called in to listen. They would, they would cue yeah, and be up there, but it does. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's how it works now. We need to get Kevin Rutherford on here to explain it to us. <laughs> what are we? What are we doing here? <laughs> I don't know. I'm talking to these walls. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. All right. Okay. But, yeah. So this week, last this week, I did training. You did train. <clears throat> it included working on that one international. Okay. Uh, it included a, a Peterbilt that was. Well aligned, didn't need anything, mm-hmm. and it included a uh, oh, what was that thing? Oh, it was another international, a, a Lone Star. Um, One of them ugly ones. Yes, yes. Look, looks as uh, John there at Iowa Chuck and Trailer said, looks like a train. Yes, yes. Uh, that one, the alignment was fine, but the steer springs were worn, and I'd not seen. In this case, it had that Hendrickson hollow tube axle. Yeah. But it did not have an air ride. Right. It just had a single monoleaf. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they have those configurations too. Yep. I don't remember how old at this moment, but oh, around a million miles old. The springs are worn out. Springs are worn out. Yeah. And that was his only real problem. Yeah. So that was was interesting. Okay. All right. And we had a fourth trek. What was the fourth trek? (laughs) It was a. Forward. I've already forgotten what the what the fourth truck. I hate was. to tell you all the things that I've forgotten. Oh, it was a Volvo. Volvo. It was a Volvo. So you had a Kenworth. You had two different models of International, and then a Volvo. No, it was a Peterbilt. Peterbilt. Well, Peterbilt Kenworth doesn't really almost the same thing. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Um, the mechanical thing I was going to discuss, unless somebody's on the phone waiting for us. So go ahead. Okay. There's a fella who had a car. Uh-huh. And driving around town, the car was fine. Right. But if he took it out on the interstate and drove it for a while on the interstate and then pulled off, his brakes would become soft. And he'd push and push and push, and he really didn't have good brakes mm-hmm. until the car sat for an hour or so. And then the brakes would be okay driving around town. But if he took it on the interstate, his brakes got all mushy. So he took it into a car shop, and he couldn't find anything wrong with it. And so he went out and driving around town, it was fine. He took it on the interstate. He didn't have brakes again. 
So he took it to another car shop because those other guys obviously didn't know what they're doing. And this other car shop replaced his brake pads, his rotors, his brake cylinders. They replaced everything. Right. And he figured, okay, it must be right now. And driving around town, it was fine. He went on the interstate, didn't have brakes again. So he takes it, and this this was the initial point of this. He took it to three other shops, and they wouldn't touch it because all the parts had been replaced, and they couldn't make any money on it. <laughs> what am I going to sell you? You've already got everything, okay? All right. He finally went to another car shop, and the guy was intrigued by this problem. He couldn't figure out what was wrong, but in looking at it, he realized, okay, you need an oil change. Yeah. You need your air filters changed. <laughs> And your exhaust pipe is rusted out, and you need an exhaust pipe and a muffler. Okay. So they fixed that stuff. Sure. And it cured his brake problem. Interesting. What it turned out was that there was an exhaust leak right next to a brake line. Ah. And the heat from the exhaust was boiling his brake fluid. Huh. Well, how do you like that? Sometimes you get lucky. It's a holistic approach to... Yeah. Uh, the problem is they couldn't charge him for the brake fix. Right. <laughs> Somebody else already did that. Yeah. Okay. So now I have this um, conundrum. Uh, now there are four on the line. Yeah. But I have no idea whether or not they're here to talk to us or not. Well, let's ask them. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna start poking through here and we're sure. Let's see do what that. Happens. <clears throat> All right. Uh, this one starts at seven three two, so don't be surprised. There's no name or anything. Right. I'm just going to ask you, hey, what's going on? Hey, uh, you with the 732 area code, what's going on? Yes, I am. Karen, I've talked to you before. I just was going to call in and help you with the phone situation. So if the people are listening to the app that Kevin has, right, there's a phone phone insignia on the thing, and if you press that phone, a number will pop up, and then you hit that and you can call it. So people listening on the app can just call can call in that way. Or you have to give the number out to um, for them to call in. So, so there are people listening way. on the app, and if they ever yep. want to get to us, they if click they, the call in thing. If they ever want to talk about pee and right. poo in the park, they just hit that number and then you, know, you got that. <laughs> <laughs> It's good to hear you guys. It's always a laugh with you guys. But it's a, a pleasure, buddy. Thing. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Quick thing though, um, I thought I talked to you before. I had that steel uh, frameless trailer, but my we we ha- we have a uh, triaxles here too, and uh, they bought a whole bunch of Western Stars, and they actually turned them back in for front end issues. Ooh. And these are, and and now and now they went. I don't know how to heat this guy pulled this off, but now we got Peterbilt and. Uh, they asked me to do them a favor, so I was a couple of about two weeks ago. I was in a brand new uh, Peterbilt. I think it might have been a 347, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But we have the big wide wide front tires on it. Uh-huh. I I've never gotten into a new truck with such a squirrely steer, steering. So I came back and told them, and I got the generic answer. They're brand new trucks. They're set at the factory. I said. <laughs> that one, that one's not set, and yep. they think I'm nuts. You know, when I tell them these things, I'm, and I try and explain to them. You know, I, I I listen to the show. I I've been doing this for 35 years plus, and they they don't get it. So I I'll I'll keep you informed as it goes along how these trucks start. You know, that sounds and good. And what's better? Yeah, what's bad about it is, is you know, one, uh, you know, you get loaded. Like I was empty most of the drive. I only did one load with it, and it was worse loaded, believe it or not, yes. than it was empty. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, it would be. And I'm saying so. Now, yeah, so now you got a small, a short wheelbase 
loaded with, you know, 22 ton, it's, uh, I just wish they would listen, but I can't, you can't make people listen, you know, don't understand no. it, but it's, yeah, you, it's crazy. You can drag that horse to water, but you can't make him drink. No, yep. no. All right, guys, I just wanted to help you with that button and all that, and uh, if I don't talk to you guys, enjoy your holidays. Thank you, buddy. Right, thank you. All right, take care now. Yep. Bye. Okay. okay, so if they're listening on the app, they have that direct connector. Yes. But if they're not listening on the app, how do they listen? I, I don't know. I, I, I think you could log into Blog Talk Radio yourself if you hadn't. Uh, I don't even know. You don't need an account. You yeah. can just listen on Blog Talk Radio. So, again, I, I think this is a change. I think and, it's and, different. And we're going to need to get the information from Kevin on how we can promote this on our Facebook page so people know how to find us again. I assume we were gonna, he's going to want us to refer them to his app. I'm going to bet that'll be the easiest way to get this going. Okay, whatever. However he wants to do it, we need right. to know how to promote it. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. We've got two more. Let's talk to him. I'll start with this one here at the 214 area code. I don't know who you are, but... How's it going? Pretty good. Good. Right. You, can, you can you can play like you used to do, and it's like this is a phone number from where, but where's he calling from? Yeah, we could start doing that. Where's this phone area code at? Yeah, we could, but uh, you know, in the last several years since we started doing that, uh-huh. the phone right. companies have old. agreed to just let people take their phones. With them, that's wherever. what makes the guessing game so fun. It, make, it makes it a uh, yeah. Where the hell is this guy? <laughs> well, where are you from? <laughs> well, I'm from New Zealand originally, but I'm. You see, that would have been totally off. That w- I never would have guessed that one. Right, you never guessed Jamaica. <laughs> yeah. you'd have been and, uh, I got, I got completely off. And Texas phone number, and I live in Oklahoma, which is where I am today. <clears throat> All right, so, talk about a guy who doesn't know where his ass is. and a colorado corporation and a michigan mailing address just to make it hard (laughs) all right so i I went to the tire shop yesterday actually i went to a love style shop to get a pair of continentals Uh because that's the best place for me to find them but i don't like the way they mount tires so i go to my local tire shop and they're in oklahoma and texas and uh, I get there, and he says, hey, he says, I got a deal for you. He said, we had a guy come in here the other day, and he said he got these Continentals, same size as what you run. And he said, but we left them mounted on these other rooms. This guy bought, went and bought brand-new rooms. Uh-huh. And uh, he said, we left them aired up. He said, because one's got a little bit of damage. He said, one's good as gold. And he says, but I don't know if you're interested. I said, well, show me what you got. So these tires... And he got 9,000 miles on them, and he gave them to me for 150 bucks each. An 18 ply Continental for 150 bucks. That's great. So, but the one that had damage, I've seen it before, and I'm pretty sure I know what causes it. Right between the treads, and it gets these little cracks, like right down at the base of the tread. Uh-huh. I think it's caused by underinflation and overloading. Because I usually. didn't see it happen off. Yep, yeah, usually. So, but uh, it, I poked a screwdriver in it, and it, it's only like two millimeters deep. It didn't even go into the steel. Yeah, if it went to the steel, you're done. But if you can't see the steel, it's okay. Put some air in the damn tire. Right. Yeah, well, that's what. So he gave them to me. So I bought these two brand new tires on national account, which last pair I got was a thousand and ninety nine, and he gave me these two that have got nine thousand miles on them for three hundred bucks. I said, oh, yes, that's a bargain. Yeah. So uh, 
Take but it I, when I, you I run get the it. same. I run the same tire on all ten positions on the tractor. So, uh-huh. but he says I don't know. I don't know what this guy at the tire shop. He's on a young. He ain't been there long. He says I don't know what causes that. And I said, under inflation and overloading. Yep. Oh, you think so? I said, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. But at the money he was giving them to me, I said, yeah, I'll take them. So you bet. <laughs> now that didn't yeah. include the rims, did it? No, nah, just the tires. Just the tires. I didn't. That's I didn't fine. I don't. I didn't want his rims because one of them was steel and one was aluminum. And it's like, yeah, yeah if you're going to have a steel and aluminum, I'm. I'm not interested in it. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, that but sounds I like guess, a good deal, buddy. Yeah. So, and yeah, we just still listen on the Kevin Rutherford's app, same as we did before. So, okay. Cool. Yeah. Good. All right. Cool. Just we call, a, call a different phone number. So, more. Yeah. So, okay. I'll carry on. Thank. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank Bye-bye. you. I think he clicks it or I click it. Okay. I'm going to click the, oh, he did it himself. Okay. He took himself out. Yeah. So we're not getting the preview like we used to get on the other one. Uh, no, no. But we never really cared about that. Right. It was usually wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, I can, I mean, I can see a number, uh, like I say, but there's no name or anything. They haven't written it in anything. And no, no reason why they're calling. Right. Right. The no screening, that's yeah. what they call that. All right. Uh, Did you hear that beep or was that? I heard a beep, but I have no idea what it was. Okay. Could have been, I, I guess I have my hearing aids off, so I must. Maybe it was a bomb going off yeah. or a warning that the bomb's going to go off. Right, right. And we got one more here. It's a. Uh, what area code? 651. 651. I'm going to guess that that is Eastern Oregon. Eastern Oregon. Okay, you never know. I don't really know how any of this works. <laughs> Who so cares? I'm just going to hit the button and see what happens. Hello, 651. Yeah, you're way off here. I'm not out west. The phone number is from due north. From? Up in the Twin Cities. Okay. Oh, Twin Cities. Okay, cool. Yep, I'm down in Florida, though, so. <laughs> <laughs> phone number's from the cities. You're in Florida. Where are you living? Uh, I live in Minnesota. You live in Minnesota. Okay. Well, at least you have some yep. bases. Right. All right. Yeah. And this so is what's Matt, that? by the way. Matt. Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, kind of helping you out here, by the way. Everything is sounding great. Both good. The good. callers calling in sound good, and you guys both sound good and loud, and so everything's on that end of the technology is working great. Cool. Now, if we could um, just get our headphones to turn up a little bit, we wouldn't have to be so quiet listening to you. That would be great, yep. yeah. We have, we're wrapped with so, attention to hear what you say yeah. because, <laughs> again, I don't have my hearing aids in, so I can have the headphones on. So it's really hard for me. That means we can ignore Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably do most of the time anyway, don't you, Mike? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a couple things. That little ding everybody hears every now and then. Yeah. I believe that's probably Kevin Rutherford's computer because this whole show is running off his computer. Ah. And that's when he gets a text message. Okay. <laughs> so. That would work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he's on but, a hot yeah, it has nothing to do. Yep, nothing to do with you guys. <laughs> and it's um, not a bomb. Yeah. No, nothing at all. Yeah, as far as listening live, the only way to actually listen live is through the Let's Truck app. Okay. And like the, like everybody else has said, you just there's a button on that app. You can just call in directly. That makes Since it simpler. You guys, yeah. You guys I'm, also noticing, I'm also noticing that with the old system, 
there was the lag between me talking and you responding, but the lag seems to have disappeared. No, oh, yeah, this is very clear, very clean, very quick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, th- I think this phone system is is uh yeah quicker, just clear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, All right. You, well, we're happy with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you guys post your shows. Uh, I'm subscribed to your show on I don't know what they call it iTunes and Apple and this podcast. Right. Yeah, once so it's get a notice, then it's then it's put out to everybody, so that's all cool. Yep. Right. I'll get a notice tomorrow that you got a new show on there. Uh-huh. So for the people that listen on other applications, you still need to put out the phone number, and we also need to remind them that if they ever want to call in, that it's noon or no, excuse me, eleven o'clock Central Time, right? Noon Eastern on Thursdays that you record the show. Yes. Yep. So yes. they could always just call any time on that. Yeah, that's unless I sleep in and then it's noon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or half the time Kevin Rutherford runs over and you guys are running late. Yeah. But, or know. he just doesn't do a show that week and we don't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so whenever there's problems, we can just blame him, right? Of course. <laughs> of course. That's what he's there for. All right. Yep. Well, I appreciate so. you calling in and help us out with this. Yeah, and as far as tire life goes for me, everything, I got no complaints. I Good. keep my pressures up high like you guys recommend, and it gets into an MD alignment once a year for an inspection, and usually don't even need an adjustment. That's good. And so so on your steer tires, what kind of typical life are you getting? Uh, so I run the 16-ply Michelin, Yeah. and I typically get well into the 300s. Woo. No, I'm, I'm one of these slow folks that drives 57 miles an hour. That's okay. Oh, the long so, no, no hard cornering, no hard braking. That, that adds tire life. What, which truck you got? Uh, a T600, Kenny. Okay. 600, all right. Okay. okay. Very good. That that's That's what we're all about is trying to get the life out of the tires. Now, what I want to do... And I haven't figured out how to do is I want to start renting tires with a cost per mile. Exactly. Well, yeah, you can. We've we've tried to set this up. We've thought of ways that we could set this up, but we don't have the several million dollars it would take to buy inventory. Yeah, we have to like we go into a fleet that's got 100 trucks. We would have to buy all their tires and then rent the tires back to them at so much per mile. Right. And but, if they were normally getting 100,000 miles out of their tires, and we reset their trucks so they got 300,000 miles out of the tires, we would get the extra money for all that extra mileage they got. Right. Yeah. There are several fleets like Schneider and Penske, and I don't know who else, that uh, for X number of years, we could have made a whole lot of money if we... Weren't just selling the least expensive alignment equipment you can buy. Oh yeah, because there's still a lot of them that are a hundred thousand miles. They're happy. Oh yeah, yeah. That's oh yeah, crazy. Dust, that's they, insane. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you people do this? Yeah, I was at an alignment shop talking to an alignment guy about you know what's going on with this truck and 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 he said there's nothing wrong with this truck and I says but look at the steer tires he says but they got a hundred thousand miles and nobody gets more than a hundred thousand miles out of a steer tire. Right. And as long as he thinks that's normal and acceptable, he's going to keep doing it. Right. I did think of a question here that another person asked me. On the wide single wheels, rims, Yeah. do you know if do you ever find, remember hearing about, if anybody ever made them for the, uh, the stud mounted? 
For for a, paper. a bud type Sun. wheel, you mean? Or, yep, or a stud centered? Well, all of them are unimounts. Right. They're all yeah. yeah all that's the what I thought, They're all unimounts nowadays. I they haven't. I, I don't know anybody that's currently building a bud style wheel with a ball seat nut. No, I don't either. <laughs> yeah. I was talking I to a guy yeah that gone. was thinking about switching, and because he has the dual stud also, that I told him he'd be better off changing his hubs. It's a two million yes. mile truck also, an original yes. hub. So, well, if he plans on keeping it forever, he could always change the hubs. Yes, that's what he said. Yep. You didn't hear it because of the audio, but that's what he said. He's, it's best off changing the hub. Change the hub, and then you can put anything the wheels on, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yeah if you run commercially, you basically got to treat it like a, a working truck instead of an antique. Right. Yeah, it's not a classic collector that you drive on the weekends. <laughs> right, right. Great. Right. All righty, buddy. Well, you have yourself a Bye. great day, and thanks for calling. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Right. Bye. All right. I don't know if he takes himself out or if I do. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Do it. Okay. Because you're Man. not cutting him off from listening. You're just cutting off his call-in. I, I guess. Yes, because he's on an app. Because he's on the app. Right. Okay. We'll figure All this right. out. But I feel like I'm, you know, taking him out. I'm being nasty. I'm cutting this guy off. <laughs> All right, now we got uh, one more. It's a eight one four area code. Uh, that's Southern Indiana. That's it. Are you right about that? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? You don't know. Hello, eight one four. Hello, how are you guys? We're good. Yourself? Doing good. But you you were you were close to the region of where my where my uh, phone number originates from. But uh, by a state and a half off. <laughs> state and a half. So, yeah, so what's I'm, the I'm from correct? Erie, Erie, yeah, Erie, Pennsylvania, Northwest. Oh, Erie, PA. Okay. Okay. Now that's yep. where the phone's from. Now where are you? I'm uh, currently in Fort Lauderdale, Fort Florida. Okay, so you're in Florida. We've had two guys from Florida today, mm-hmm. and the phone's from Erie, PA. Where is your home base? Uh, Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right. Very good. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So, what's going on? Yeah. Um. I need to align my trailer, and it's a 53 Retinauer Low Pro with a slidable rear axle. So um, everybody keeps telling me it's hard to align, and I keep saying BS. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's, just... it's, it's not hard to measure. The adjustment depends on which suspension you've got. Um, yeah, there went that name, too, just poof. Hendrickson? Uh, yes. There you go. Okay. All right. That's not terrible either. Well, okay. So here's the deal. On the Hendrickson suspension, there is a large three-inch diameter washer. Yes. And a bolt goes through it. And the bolt is off-center in the washer. And there's a little depression in there where you can put a breaker bar in and turn the washer once you loosen the bolt. Clear? Yep. Yep. The well, problem I, I, I is used the, to be an auto, I used to be an auto mechanic in doing alignments on like uh, cars to medium duty trucks. And they so had exactly eccentric stuff on those about. too, right? Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Right now, the problem you've got is the bolt is a one-time use bolt. Oh, okay. So if you look underneath, there's a rounded head. You've got a nut on the outside on a, it. Looks like a standard bolt, but if you look underneath, there's a rounded head or a half of a head of a bolt. 
And originally there was an extension on it. And when it tightened down to 500 foot pounds, the ex- extra piece broke off. A little star fitting. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. So I'm following. If you want to adjust it, if you measure it and say, yeah, I got to adjust this right here, you have to cut the bolt off. You have to have a new bolt that'll go in there. Okay. And you have to have the special tool to hold on to that piece that breaks off when you get to 500 foot pounds. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why nobody there. wants to tackle it. Now, if if your if your suspension happens to have the hex head bolt head on the inside and the nut on the outside, it's still a one use bolt. It's just an old one. Gotcha. Yeah. The problem the problem the reason they put the brake off on there is the only thing that holds that washer assembly in place is the clamping pressure of the bolt, mm-hmm. and they need five hundred and fifty foot pounds to clamp it together enough to make sure it won't move. And the only way to guarantee that you're there. Mm-hmm is you have to turn that thing until it breaks off, and then they're sure you've got it tight enough. Right. And lately, gotcha. they're also, I say lately, it's, I'm sure it's been a decade, they're also advising that you need to replace those collars, even the, the eccentric-shaped one and the one on the other side. You need to replace the collars if they're more than three years old, because now the, those may not grip correctly as they're corroded. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So... So now you understand how to adjust it. Now, do you say that the rear axle slides back and forth to make it a spread axle or a tight? Make it a spread Is, axle and then make it into a tandem for California, Canada legal. Standard crap. spread, right. Okay. And so the rear axle will have the same adjustment on it as the front axle does. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. Yep. But as it slides, you have retainer pin that goes through that holds it in the place you move it to, correct? Four position lock, yes. Those pins don't fit the holes they go into precisely, do you? There's there's a little slop in them, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. So that means that every set of holes you move it to, you may actually have a different alignment on that slider axle. Right. Well, so, that's, it, it goes from one position or the other position. There's no in-between. Okay. okay. But, but again, there's no guarantee that in the one position, if you align it, that when you move it to the other position, it'll still be in line because the holes may not be precisely cut the same. So the best thing to do, of course, is to just go ahead and check. Well, sure. that, but the other thing to do is which position do you normally run in? Um, in the open position most of the time because so I'm that's where I would align it. Heavy, gotcha. Yeah, I'd yeah. align it in the open position, uh-huh. and then if it's in the other position and it's not quite perfect, I can live with that until right. I put it back in the open position. Yep. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you. Yeah, I'll put it in the closed position, like you're saying, going from point A to point B, just because it shortens my turning radius or whatever. Right. Blah blah blah. Say but right now I'm time. putting this fifty thousand pound piece on. So guess what? I need to open up the spread axle again. so I can And that's that when you really want it right. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, as far as how to measure a trailer. Um, oh, and that's why they're all saying that it's hard because it's going to be spread and they don't want to put the, the it may be too They ain't got a tram bar to fit that wide. Yeah. 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 Well, like, if you can measure thrust angle on both axles. Yeah. yeah. As we do. Yeah. That makes it much easier. I can take you through how to measure the trailer using 30 foot of string, a tape measure, and a roll of duct tape. Can. Right. Okay. And it'll be perfectly adequate. All right. So that's the easy part. The tough part is going to be that one time use bolt. 
Yeah. That Do you happen to have a laser level somewhere? Um, no, I personally do not. Yeah, they're relatively inexpensive to buy at the Lowe's or the sure. hardware Hank. And, 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 and I, I can talk you through all that. There's no point doing it now yeah. because that's the easy stuff. The tough thing you've got to figure out is the bolt. How yeah. am I going to do that? How am I going to get that much torque on it? How am I going to break them off? How am I going to cut that one off? You get that stuff sorted out. The rest of it's easy. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. And yeah, and how many people are going to have that special tool to break that off at that 500 foot pound like you're talking? That's right. That's right. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Go to one of our alignment shops and call around your area and you'll find somebody that uh, has the tool, is ready to do a trailer alignment and is ready to fix, uh, set you up. Right. Uh, Just go to mdalign.com. You'll find somebody. Yeah, there's, there's one shop, but I've had, you know, I mean, Ups and downs reviews of it of other people using that said shop. So uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So, but whether or not they they do, um, personally, I haven't used them yet. So I don't you, know. you'd have to ask um, them, right? right. You got to see what they right. do because right. some of our shops <clears throat> will do trailers. For example, Chad Hahn in Kansas City, who's absolutely fabulous at alignments, will not touch a trailer. He just doesn't think it's worth oh, the right. time. So he won't do it. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Right, but Martine and Rocky down there in Florida, Florida. Oh, both yeah. of them will do it. Yeah. Martine Galvan at a line and, and Rocky up there in Jacksonville, they'll do them in a heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. All right. Uh, Sounds good. All righty, buddy. I appreciate it. You All have right. a great day and Merry Christmas to you. Yep. Yes. Merry yeah, Christmas to you guys as well. All righty. Mm, bye. Bye. All right, and we do have one more with like three minutes left here, so let's just go ahead and. Well, we were late starting, so we had, they deserve some extra time. Yeah, a seven one five area code, um, Indiana. I thought that was Minnesota, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that was seven one four. It was it. All right, hello, seven one five. Hello, hello. Hi, yeah. It's uh, it's Wisconsin, but it's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> there you go. It is. <laughs> I got a 2015 Pro Star, and the right front outside on the steer wears kind of uneven. Okay. And it also, uh, when you're going over like a bridge embutment or whatever, it just it slams the front end really hard. Okay. All right. Let's deal with one problem at a time. Okay. Do you know what feathered wear is on a steer tire? Yeah, that's when you smooth one way and start yes. the other. So on yeah, that right front right. tire, do you feel feathered wear? I can't seem to feel any, no. Good, good. That's fine. It's either there mm-hmm. or it's not. Second question is, when you're parked in the truck stop, wheels are straight ahead, engine's still running, count how many turns the steering wheel goes to the right. Less than two. Ahead. Pardon? Less than two. Less than two. Okay, all right. Well, that gets rid of that problem. Well, so, how, wait, wait, wait. so how many is it to the left? I guess I haven't checked that. I don't care. Well, if it's more to the left than it is to the right, then maybe the whole issue is uh, you've got a bad spring pin on the right side. It's uh, you're, you're back further on the right side because of it. And nah, no, you'd be I forward just, further. Yeah. I just tried it. It's both the same. It's both the same. Okay. Okay, yeah. okay fine. Yep. Um, since you don't have the radical turn to the right, mm-hmm. then I think we need to have somebody do a really good alignment check on your drive axle alignment. Right. Okay. Um, I, I think it's pushing had, you to the right a little bit. 
I have had it done, and not an MD, but I have had it done, and mm-hmm. I did shim the rear end. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, on the right side, it needed shim. So, um, do you want to do it a, do you, do you want to do a ballpark check yourself? Okay. Okay. I could try. Yep. All right. Um, if you're if you're parked and the wheels are straight ahead, and you get your head kind of between the two drive axles, so you can look down the outside edge of the front drive tires. Got it? Okay. Mm-hmm. And you line up those two edges of the tire, and you see how much of the lug nut cover you can see on the steer axle. Okay. And let's say on the right side, you can see a half inch worth of the lug nut cover, and on the left side, you can see the whole lug nut cover. Okay. That would mean the axle's aimed to the right, isn't it? Yeah, 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 I got gotcha. you. Okay. So let's say for the sake of argument that you shoot that and you say, oh, it looks about the same on both sides. Well, that means the axles aim pretty straight ahead, doesn't it? Shooting meaning eyeballing. Eyeballing, yeah. Right, yep. All right, then the second thing is if you've got a tape measure or a piece of string, string from the edge of the rim on the rear drive axle to the edge of the rim on the front drive axle and get a dimension. Yeah, the shortest dimension. And then go to the other side of the truck and see if it's the same. That tells you whether the two drive axles are parallel with each other. Okay. We don't actually want them parallel. We want the right side wider than the left. Yeah, I want the white side wider by about an eighth of an inch. Okay. Okay? So there's Mm -hmm. a quick check you can do to see if they're even lined up. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, That'll tell you, I mean, your eyeball can, just doing that, catch whether or not their equipment and their technician were actually doing anything. Well, they may have been doing something within factory spec. And factory sure. spec is, yeah. there are factory specs that you can drive through a barn sideways. Right, right. <laughs> now, if you get to that and then you want to talk to us about what you found, you don't have to wait until next week. You can call us at the office and we'll be glad to talk to you. The phone number is on our website. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. Sure. Now, what about the, the, the hard slapping like when you cross a bridge or, you know, the when whole front, it just bit, it hammers. And- and you get the hard slap. Do you also get a jerk in your steering wheel? Uh, I would guess so, yeah. You think about yeah. Okay. Kind of. The higher the caster is in the front end of the truck, the more slap you're going to get first. Okay. Okay. If there's a tapered wedge that usually fits between the axle and the leaf spring that sets the caster, okay? Okay, sure. They should be the same wedges on both sides. The left spring stack and the right spring stack should have the same wedging in it. Okay. So if the wedges are different, that's a problem. And if the caster's too high, that's a problem. Okay. Now, you want to measure the caster in your truck, right? Right. And you have a smartphone, don't you? Yeah, with a level on it. Yeah. You put the level on the frame on top, right by the engine, and you get the level that the angle the frame is sitting at. Let's say it's setting on zero. Okay. It will be when you hit that little Alt-Zero button. Well, there's no Alt-Zero sure. button on my phone. Well, you've got a lousy phone. <laughs> I have a lousy phone. All right. But you get a measurement on the frame. Then you take the level and you put it directly on the axle right next to the U-bolts. The difference okay. from the frame to the axle is the caster. Okay. You would like it to be around three. Yeah. Three degrees. Yeah. Two even better. Yeah. But for whatever reason, they've been aiming for closer to five. And six. And seven. And those trucks just ride rougher than a lumber wagon. Right. 
It, you're right. It does. It does ride, ride rough. Um, will that help that tire wear at all? That I'm yeah, yes, it will help that off? some. Yes. If you're way okay. high on caster, when you turn the steering wheel, the tire really leans up on its outside shoulder. Yeah. So the lower the caster is, the less that lean you get. Yeah, if it was a zero, when you turned the steering wheel, the, tire, the, the tires wouldn't lean at all. Well, yeah, they would because you got kingpin inclination in the axle. Well, yeah, but it's, uh, it's, it's still... It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going through your center because it's not leaning. Right. So the more caster you've got, the more lean you've got. Yeah, you want a little bit of caster, but you don't want too much. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. Good luck to you, buddy. You bet. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, this has been an experiment. Yes. I I think a successful one. I think we did okay. Yeah. We're learning. Yeah. But I just suggest you contact Kevin and find out exactly how we need to promote this so that we can... Well, uh, he's got little promotion things right here. I'm talking uh, about something we can put on Facebook. Yeah, it says right here, promotion, Facebook, Twitter, and... Okay, good. Something else. I think That'll give you something to do. I hate to have you sitting around bored. Say it again? It'll give you something to do. Oh, I don't have anything to do. I don't want you sitting around bored. Right, I'm just I'm just sitting. I know yeah, I don't have any... I understand. Right. Are we done? We're done for the day. Can I take a nap? You can, you can, yeah, you can go. You're done for the week. I'm going to go sit in the park and talk to guys about poop. About poop. This has become your life. That's it. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we're yeah we're going to close up. I don't know if uh, Kevin has to end the show or if we do. I really don't know how that part works. But we're done until next week. Yes. And we'll have more exciting tales. Yes. Um, it'll be our Christmas episode the week after that. I have no problem being here. I know if Kevin's going to be around. We can do that. Yep. And we'll just keep doing this stuff, and uh, uh, we'll have more exciting things to tell y'all. Y'all have yourself a good day. All right.